0: Yo, yo, y'all ready for
1: this? What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Podcast Between.
0: So today, thank you for coming back, first of all. (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about gender discrimination um, in the workplace. And so, first of all, Niles and I are not experts in this whatsoever. Nope. (laughs) But we've been doing some research and we've been talking to each other and we're just kind of going to bring together what we learned and discuss it. So the first thing that I kind of looked into were the laws regarding gender discrimination and so the biggest one that was kind of the beginning for people acknowledging that it exists was Title VII um, in the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibits um, workplace discrimination based on religion, national origin, race, color, or sex. So there are four different parts of that that prohibit discrimination, Um, and the first one that I looked up is affiliation, so you can't harass or otherwise discriminate because of an individual is affiliated with a particular religious or ethnic group. Um, The second one is physical or cultural traits and clothing, so you can't in the workplace, harass anyone or discriminate against them. So not give them a job or not give them a raise um, because of physical, cultural or linguistic characteristics, so, which would be like accent or if they dress.
1: Oh, linguistic! I <laughs> did not know that.
0: So, yeah, you can't even if somebody has an accent, you can't say, oh, no, sorry. Sucks to be you. That's not that's not OK. That's not legal. Um, and you can't, for example, with attire relating to religious affiliation, you can like women that wear hijabs, they can't be harassed or otherwise discriminated against in the workplace because that's what the, how they ch- what they choose to wear. Then there's also perceptions, so you can't hire a Hispanic person because the f- hiring official believes that they're pr- from Pakistan, which is just ridiculous. But if people even make that, if that's if you're discriminated against someone for how you perceive what their race is or what their religion is, oh, even if you're yeah. wrong. That's not okay. That's terrible. And then also association. So you can't harass an employee whose husband is from Afghanistan and and just all that nasty stuff. So basically it's great that these laws exist, but there's still a lot of problems and kind of not necessarily loopholes, but a lot of situations that occur, even though there are laws in place that are supposed to protect people.
1: Right. And it's great that you said that because in doing some of my own research, I found that there are like two types of discrimination that, in the thing I was reading, and it's statistical discrimination, which is rooted in beliefs about average gender differences differences and abilities or skills, and taste-based discrimination, which is driven by stereotypes, favoritism for one group, and a bias against another group. And so, in reading that, I found that taste-based discrimination was a lot easier to establish and recognize and be like oh okay that's wrong like you're not hiring them because they're female or you're not hiring them because they're from afghanistan and so but the harder one to to figure out was the t- statistical discrimination and that's the one if you you know just to remind you which is about average gender differences and abilities or skills.
0: So is that kind of like, I remember for my own Capstone project, I was watching this little mini-series on Hulu called Makers, Women Who Make America, and I remember them talking about a Supreme Court case where a woman was told she couldn't have a factory job because she wasn't physically capable of lifting. That's what the argument was. She wasn't physically capable of lifting the materials that are moved in the factory. Is that what statistical discrimination is?
1: Yes, it's kind of like where... So, if we both applied for a job, mm-hmm. taking race out of it, yeah, um, and they thought they hired me because they thought that I was able to do these physical things mm-hmm. or these other they just generally thought that my abilities were better than yours simply because I was a man, yeah, not anything on the paper it was just like, oh, okay, he's probably gonna be able to lift this this table, and she's not oh she she's not gonna be able to lift this table, yeah, and it's like inherent bias like it's in your mind yeah and it's taught but right. you don't at this point you you know you wouldn't recognize that that's right. taught and you're not consciously thinking i'm choosing him because he's a man it's more like you're mm. choosing him because of a stereotype about yeah. men.
0: okay that makes sense and that's that would make sense that it's harder if like somebody thought that was the problem or the reason they weren't getting they weren't hired that would it's going to be probably a lot more difficult to prove and even the and like you said the people that are um hiring may not even realize that's right. what right and
1: i uh i watched this video with jossie and eleanor and we were it was saying how there were violinists or string players that were applying for this uh I don't know what it's called. Like, the chair to be on, like... Oh, yeah. Like, like in an orchestra? orchestra. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay. So, like, the like the best seat. I think first chair is first what First chair, yes. Yeah, Sorry, like we're not that. strings players.
1: <laughs> and so, uh, in talking about that, a lot of the people that were hired or that were picked yeah. were men. Mm-hmm. And so, they were like, okay, so what we're going to do is block the, you know, oh, the view of the people right, so that the people can't see... Whether it's a male or a female. Oh, that's so cool. But that didn't mm. change the results. And they were like, huh, why not? Then they found out that because the people could hear high heel shoes <gasps> when the women walked in. Oh, my goodness. They, you know, made an assumption. yeah. Okay, this is a woman. Yeah. And then based on that, oh, maybe their abilities are mm. not the same. Or maybe they won't be able to perform at the same level as men. Wow. Or something like Along those lines, yeah. and then that's why men ended up being picked over women.
0: That's really interesting because you could argue that well, even after they started not being able to see the um, auditioners, yet men still were being chosen that they are f- more physically capable. But it's I it's impressive actually to me that they figured out it was like oh high heels that makes sense. And I knew that um, I know at some schools like Eastman School of Music here in Rochester they've um, they do the whole blind audition thing, um, and I wonder i always thought that was a good idea but that's really interesting
1: yeah that
0: that was that little tiny thing and it's not like all women that wear high heels um it's not that all women wear high heels or all people that are women wear high heels um Mm -hmm. and high heels are great you do you (laughs) be yourself i like them but that's really interesting
1: i think that's kind of it's it's sad too because it's like wow so you You want to come in, you know, being professional and you're like, oh, you know, put on my little heels, be professional. Yeah. Not knowing that that could be the reason why you don't end up getting chosen.
0: Yeah, because a lot of women, you're like, you dress up because you want to look very put together and capable. And then that's the reason you don't get the job. That's interesting.
1: And then once in that study, once the shoes were removed, Mm. changed the statistics of men being chosen over women. It was way more balanced.
0: Wow. that's, That's really interesting. Um, Another thing that I actually saw when I was looking up kind of how bosses are allowed to treat their employees and the differences between men and women um, are are the benefits that are given to male and female employees. And so, for example, a lot of employers, or at least they used to, they used to give men more money and more healthcare benefits, for example, because men were perceived as the head of the household or the principal wage earner. So it was assumed that they were that they deserved more money or they needed more money to support their family. And I actually I'm remembering I watched an interview with Oprah Winfrey and it was like the beginning of her career. And she went and she was doing a talk show host. I'm very I apologize. I don't remember what the talk show host was and I don't remember who she was she was co-hosting with a older white man and she found out he was making significantly more than she was and she went to her boss and she was like what th- I mean we're making the same we're doing the same job why aren't we making the same money and the boss was like well why do you deserve more money he has a family do you have a family and she was like well no he's like well he needs to support his family you don't need to support a family it's like well that's really got nothing to do with it <laughs> no, we're doing the not. same job you can't discriminate that way um, and so a lot of the problems with benefits with male and female employees is that so wives that may be making more money than their husbands or they just might have a better health care package they're not necessarily in some situations they can't they can't have their husbands on there because you know a lot of healthcare care um, programs given by employers it's like a family plan so like i'm on one of my parents family healthcare plans. Yeah. And so it's a but since a lot of people assume that men were the ones that were g- going to be making the more money or have the better benefits than women who actually needed to have a plan that they could bring their husbands onto, that that wasn't happening. Oh wow. Um and so that's not legal, but it happened a lot. And so I was just it's interesting. That's another way how it's not at least when I think about my capstone like how sexism affects everybody. That's not just hurting the women in the situation like that's their families okay what if her husband who doesn't have good health care from his job or maybe is unemployed for some reason Mm -hmm. all of a sudden needs an emergency surgery or just needs this medication now but she can't support him because they assume that he's the one that's making the most money wow
1: and so even if the woman is the breadwinner of the family they would still pay her less because they would assume she doesn't have a family or
0: they would assume that her husband was making more money. Oh, so they'd assume that, or like, well, your husband should be making more money. Like we're not going to do that. Oh wow. And so obviously not legal. And this isn't even happening. It may be happening now in some situations, but it's not like, it they have tried approves. very hard to stop it from happening. Okay. But one thing that I also learned about is so if a woman comes to, they're like Oprah. If Oprah went to her boss and her boss said, okay, you're right, you should be being paid the same, so we're gonna cut his paycheck and give you some of his money so it's equal, that's not okay either. You're not allowed to, if, if pay is unequal for the same job, you're not allowed to suddenly decrease the pay of, say, the man and then add that to the woman's salary. You need to find a way that they both make the same amount of money without punishing the person that's making more money which I think is a good idea because then because I it's human to then resent the woman that's coming from that's coming forward and saying or to resent Oprah say like I want more money it's like well no I need that money no you're taking my money from my the money my money from my children so I think that, that that's a good law where you can't you have to figure out a way you have to find the money somewhere so it can be equal pay instead of Cutting somebody else's paycheck in half.
1: Right, and if you don't have the money, you shouldn't be offering mm-hmm. it unequally to different people. Yeah, and that's something you just have to figure out. <laughs> yeah, hmm. that's interesting. So one other thing that I found in research was we watched this TED talk on this guy, and he was talking about medicine having dangerous side effects for women. Oh, and kind of uh, a little off from jobs but i think i can tie it in yeah <laughs> and so a lot of test subjects for new medicines or um like new pills or you know whatever the prescription stuff is is often done on men oh and then often t- you know once it gets past yeah. all the stages and stuff and then oftentimes those prescriptions you know they test it measured it out figure out how much the person needs yeah and then prescribe they prescribe <gasps> it to men and women
0: oh and the science like the biology is different biology is way different wow that's dangerous so
1: that yes and so and he was giving examples like okay so for heart attacks men always have like a, or the typical signs are like chest pain in the left side and You know, some other things I don't remember at the moment, but for women, he was saying the typical things are just not not, not necessarily the pain on the left side, but just, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling, you know, in pain, but like not like a specific thing. So you may not even be able to diagnose that. Right. And then women, okay, now she's having a heart attack, but you didn't know. You could have prevented it if you focused your
0: research or if you did research equally on both men and women for the job right?
1: and it's not even something i don't even think the doctors were inherently thinking okay we're choosing men and you know because we only care about them and not women i think you know it just so happens that they were choosing men at least to my knowledge and but they didn't you know they were thinking okay bodies are similar enough we're all human right. that it wouldn't have you know too much of an effect on women
0: wow oh my goodness but that's, that's so scary
1: mm-hmm. and i think that if i were to tie it back to jobs mm-hmm. i think because it's been going on for a while yeah and back then Who knows? i think it's common knowledge that there were less women as doctors or yeah. in the top oh, spots no that makes sense so if they were there i think there would have obviously been got, some mm-hmm. sort of um, like, hello. yeah. Raise your hand. And be like, <laughs> too, because we need, our bodies are different. That's a mm. really good point. But Look at you. Yeah, <laughs> That's
0: why that scares me that that happened. And, but you're right. It does make sense that if there was more representation in the workforce for doctors, then they would have been like, well, I mean, hi, we're here too. Mm-hmm. Please don't just test men.
1: And I think that that kind of philosophy works the same with a lot of different companies, whether or not it's just like medical stuff, but just in general with companies and not just gender, but race as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Just for example, there was a Pepsi commercial with Kendall Jenner in it. Oh, yeah. And it was something about how like the Pepsi saves the day yeah, or something. Was, and it was, just, yeah. I know it just came off really racist and like was, yeah. all of this stuff. And, i think had they had more people of color staff sitting like sitting on the just, conference
0: that were deciding the mm-hmm. what their commercials to, oh that makes there sense.
1: there would have been some okay some red lights <laughs> like, like yo yo this yo. <laughs> this is, doesn't look right yeah. something is not right here
0: yeah and the thing about that and i remember because i watched that and i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this is a little uncomfortable um and i remember my parents showing me a video of and i'm so sorry i don't remember if it was i think it was still pepsi but it might have been a coke commercial from like the 70s where they did the same thing because i i think the reason why the pepsi commercial a few years ago was about a protest was because people are always talking about um black lives matter protests and women's marches and things like that right um and march for our lives and pride rallies or pride protests not protests but marches Um, And my parents, they showed me this old video where it was the same thing, but it was a bunch. It was mostly a bunch of white people, but it was like the 70s. It was like Flower Child and stuff like that. And that's, I think, what the people were going for um, a few years ago for the Pepsi commercial. But it really didn't come across well, Uh, at least to me. So it missed the mark. I think that's, I mean, obviously, I don't don't know. I'm not (laughs) affiliated with Pepsi. That's kind of... The vibe I got, it was like, oh, that's what you were aiming for, but no, because it made me uncomfortable. Because these protests and these marches are, lit, are about life and death for so many people, and they're so important and like deep in people's souls. They're just, mm-hmm. it's crucial to them and their beliefs. And then using it kind of to sell a product. That's what bothered me about it.
1: Yeah, and that's just, it's just, you know, it's a really tough spot to maneuver mm-hmm. because again I don't think Pepsi was sitting here like oh yeah we're gonna use no, this no, and no. like use little black people to get some money. <laughs> like I don't think no, Pepsi's I don't think like that. Happening. Um but it's just a matter of how Who's again having yeah having staffed people, you know, not just oh we have some we have a few janitors designated like actual people up there. Not yeah. anything about janitors love y'all but having people in top spots saying, okay,
0: well, historically, yeah, it's usually like white people that have the upper class jobs and then people of color that have the lower class jobs or less make less money. Right. But I think that's a good, I think that's a really good point for this. And with the doctors, it's like, you're showing if there was representation when it was happening, these issues probably wouldn't have come up. No. And like, it makes, I don't, yeah, it makes sense at least for me to think about. It's like, why would the men, the male doctors thinking about this, be like i mean they should have because they're doctors and they should have realized it but they're (laughs) automatically it's like well okay we'll test us because it's who they are so that's who they automatically think of but yeah i think that's a really good point about representation and i also wanted to bring up the fact that there's uh, there is so there's sex discrimination and then there's also gender identity discrimination which are two different things and we've been talking a lot about um, men and women so like the two and we so like there's two sides of the spectrum, so men and women, but then there are a lot of people that are in between, so either gender non-conforming or people that are transgender, and that is also a big issue that people can be discriminated against. So you have sex discrimination that people automatically think of as like, oh, she's a woman, she doesn't get the top job, she gets passed up for a less qualified man. So right. that's an obvious one. But there are also a lot of people that get discriminated against because of how they, what their gender presentation is. And that's a little more complicated right now because people especially like the transgender conversation and the gender nonconforming conversation are very new not that they're new it's like it, those people have never existed before that's not what i'm saying but that people that kind of it hasn't been the like public the awareness eye. Of yeah it. the awareness of it and the acceptance because people have talked about trans people before or people that like oh like oh, they're dressing in women's clothes that's not cool and it wasn't it was like oh they're just weird like go away, please stay away from me, but that's not, now people are a lot more opening and welcome about it, but it's a lot more complicated, because you have the, like I talked about the Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, and that talks about sex discrimination, um, but it
1: doesn't include, but
0: it doesn't talk about gender, discrimi- like gender identity discrimination,
1: so that should definitely be put in there,
0: yeah, or it sh- and there are laws, so there have been Supreme Court cases that talk about discrimination based on gender stereotyping, and so they kind of put that into the Title VII laws and kind of assume that like the title seven covers these people too and there are is a discussion but it's a lot more we the problems are a lot more frequent Mm. and less and people that are in these situations aren't protected by the law as much because it's a newer conversation and people it's not settled yet. And not to say that sex discrimination is settled, but it's been going on-
1: For a while now. A while, yes. a lot longer
0: when people are aware of it and thinking about it. So I just wanted to make that quick distinction.
1: All right, um, some, so some key takeaways from today are definitely uh, just being aware of male versus female jobs and their abilities, like the inherent, your inherent thoughts of thinking about, okay, men's abilities versus female abilities, so just you know, keep, that, keep that in the back of your mind. Um, also, just being aware of you know, different laws and how we can mm-hmm. try and reform them or just add to them to yes. further improve.
0: Yeah, and there are also a lot more resources just to, if if you're experiencing sex discrimination and things like that online, f- just if and you want more information about it. The places I looked at, there's the US Equal Employment Opportunity Commission and they're online, there's also the Equal Rights Advocates um, that talk about sex discrimination online, and so that's just some resources for you to have if you want to look into it more. And obviously, there's a lot more information out there, but that's those are the two things that I found really helpful in my research.
1: Absolutely. All right, guys, this was a good discussion about jobs and gender, male and women, and LGBTQ plus all, all of the that. Above. <laughs>
0: well, above. I learned something.
1: <laughs> and I learned something too. We hope you did. Yes.
0: Our next topic for the Between podcast for our next episode
1: will be on femininity and masculinity through generations. So what that means is like what it's been like through history up to modern times and contemporary times what it is now.
0: Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed it and we really hope you come back uh
1: no, uh, 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 uh uh, uh, uh